Welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. And I hear if you are listening or watching on Spotify, you might actually be able to see me. So hello for everyone else listening. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you are ready to learn some English. But before we get to the lesson, if you could do me a huge favor, give this a like, leave a review if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any other podcasting platform. It really helps other people find the lessons and learn English. Again, thank you so much for watching or listening. Hope this helps. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hope everyone is ready to learn a little bit of English. In today's lesson, we are going to focus on skin. Everyone has skin. It's actually the largest organ in our body. We'll talk about what organs do. And we are going to focus on some of the problems you might have with your skin. Some of those words, you, I'm sure you know in your own language, but you might think, wait, what, what's that on my skin? What, what do they call that in English? We got you. We're going to talk about it today. The first thing you might want to be aware of in English is the person you need to go see if you have a problem with your skin. And that person we call a dermatologist. It's literally a doctor for the skin. And as the lesson goes on, I will have little banners that will pop up at the bottom of the screen with a little more detail. And there might be some sentences you can practice shadowing with. Let's try this one out. If you have trouble with your skin, you may go see a dermatologist. It's a good person to go see. If you have a problem, they are experts when it comes to skin. We have one more sentence. One more sentence with a big English word. A dermatologist is a doctor that specializes in skin. Skin. It's the largest organ of the body. You might be wondering, well, what's an, what's an organ? Other organs are the brain the heart, the liver, the lungs. An organ helps the body in some way. A finger or an eyebrow is what we call that thing, an eyebrow. It's not an organ. It really doesn't help the body. Your, your hand isn't really an organ. The brain, that's inside of my skull right here, the inside of my head. The brain, obviously, that does help the body. That's an organ, heart, Lungs, liver, kidneys. We could go over a whole list of organs in the body, but today we're focusing on skin. Now, some people 
like to get a suntan. That makes their skin a little darker. Some people might even go to tanning booths if there is no sun. A lot of people where I live, they want that suntan. Well, they go to a tanning booth in the winter just to get their skin to become a little darker. Getting a suntan can be a little dangerous because of skin cancer, which we will talk about later. The next one is a sunburn though. Sunburn. A sunburn is when you get too much sun. It might be a first or second degree burn. In English, we have different stages or ways that sunburns or any kind of burns get worse. A first degree burn, it hurts but it's not as bad as a second degree burn or a third degree burn. The next one is sunblock, sunscreen. You will hear both. And these are lotions. I saw that in the chat. We will talk about lotion in a minute, but these are things you can put on your skin to block those UV rays. And in English, we call them sunblock and sunscreen. Cancer, at least in English, is what we call the thing that kills most of the people in the world. It's either going to be the heart or cancer. So I know you have a name for this in your language. I just don't know that name. But let's take a look at this definition. And I'm sure you will say, oh, I know what that is. You might you might call it cancer. I don't know. Cancer is when the small parts of your body, we call those cells, you can't even see them. I saw someone in the chat say microscope. You need a microscope to see these things. They are called cells. That's when your cells grow in a bad way for some reason. And it can spread to other parts of your body. So a lot of people, when they get skin cancer, it is because of the sun. You can get lung cancer from smoking. So you can get throat cancer from smoking. Throat. This part of your body right here on the inside is your throat. On the outside, we call it your neck. You can see my neck. On the inside is the throat. So you might get throat cancer. Right, the next one, freckles. Now this is not a skin problem, but and I don't need to explain this, but if you see that person's face, they have red spots on their face. We call those freckles. I do have a sentence for you though. Freckles can fade in the winter and come back out in the summer. I didn't know if you knew that word fade, but fade means to go away a little bit at a time. So every night, if it's not cloudy out, the sun just fades away. It gets a little dimmer each second. Fade away. So in the summer, freckles can come out. It means they just You'll see more of them on the skin. 
freckles can fade in the winter and come back out in the summer. You might hear zits. You might hear acne. You might hear pimples. If you're in the UK, you might hear spots. But probably most of us had these things when we were teenagers. A few of you are teenagers in here right now. Hopefully your skin doesn't have too many zits. But oh yeah, one of the fun things about being a teenager is you get to have those on your face. And we will call them zits, acne, pimples, England, they call them spots. How about the white stuff on the inside? Now, if you do this, that, let's see. So if you, if you do that to a pimple, the verb we use is pop. Luckily, I don't have any zits right now. But you would pop your pimple. That's the verb. Pop. And the stuff on the inside also starts with a P. We call that stuff pus. The white stuff inside some pimples is called pus. Thank you so much. Got a little something for you. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you so much. Dry skin. Mm. Let's talk about two things here with dry skin. This happens quite a bit in the winter when the air outside is dry and it might get itchy. I thought this might be kind of hard to explain here, but let's take a look at my skin here. I got a hand and I don't know how you explain itch. But it's a feeling you get on your skin and then you go like this. So it goes away. So you get rid of it. So an itch you can feel on your skin and then you scratch that itch. The verb we use to get rid of it is scratch. So right now my head is a little itchy and I'm scratching it. And on the back, it's so hard to get rid of it. We even, oh, I should have brought it down. But right by my bed, in my drawer, I have a back scratcher. A back scratcher. It's a long pole with little fingers on it. Looks like a rake, if you know what a rake is. And I can just oh, get that itch on my back that I can't reach feel so good in the winter. Dry skin can become itchy. Itchy skin makes you want to scratch. The next thing you might have a problem with when it comes to skin is dandruff. Dandruff. And we call those little things flakes. You see that person, they have long hair. And the part of the body we can see is called their shoulder. And on their shoulder are little flakes of dandruff. We might call the little pieces of dandruff flakes, just like snow. That person has flakes of dandruff on their shoulder. That person has flakes of dandruff on their shoulder. Just in case you didn't know, that part of your body, it's called your shoulder. Now, what I would like to do is take a look at a paragraph 
a very advanced paragraph, you can practice shadowing with this. Five causes of dandruff and how to treat them. Let's read this first part right here. And I will do it without stopping. Let's state the obvious. Dandruff is annoying, frustrating, and even embarrassing. And while dandruff doesn't necessarily come and go, it can get worse during the winter months, as if freezing temperatures weren't enough to make us miserable. Cracked heels. You can buy a special cream to put on your cracked heels, or you can buy lotion. You can buy lotion. And that person is holding in her hand a tub of lotion. That container might be called a tub. So you might buy a tub of ice cream. Oh, that sounds good right now. A tub. And it's spelled just like tub, P-U-B. But we haven't talked about oily skin Now, I think this man is sweating. I do believe he is sweating. But if there was just a little bit less water on his skin, we might call it oily skin. That is the opposite of dry skin, oily skin. A lot of times when I come home from work, I haven't been sweating. It's not hot. But there might be a little oil right here on my nose. This part of your nose, we would call that the bridge of your nose. I don't think we have a name for this. Right above my nostrils. I know we've talked about nostrils. Those are the holes in your nose. Diaper rash. Now, we're going to talk about a couple different rashes And if you don't know what is wrong with your skin, but it is a different color, usually red, and it hurts, and it itches, you could call it a rash. Anyone who has ever had children or who has ever changed a diaper, you might know about this, and that is a diaper rash. So when babies are in diapers and their diapers don't get changed often enough. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. They might develop a diaper rash. So sometimes the parents don't know when the child has gone to the bathroom. It's usually the pee. It's usually the water. So if a, a child's diaper is wet for a long time, the baby might develop what's called a diaper rash. At least that's what we call it in English. A rash can be a general term for any redness on the skin. So if you don't know what is causing the problem, you might go to your doctor and say, hey, doctor, I have a rash. Can you tell me why? 
The next one is road rash. Road rash. Now, this person looks like they were riding their bike and they might have fallen and they probably fell on the road and they got road rash. If you fall on the road, your skin may scrape across the road and that is what causes road rash. Yeah. It often happens when you're on a bike and you fall and scrape. Do you know that verb? Scrape. It's when two things like go across each other. So think about somebody falling on their bike. They're probably going pretty fast. Well, their body is going to continue going and their skin may scrape across the road. That's what we call road rash. It hurts. You will not get road rash if you fall on the grass. But if you fall on the road, you will get road rash. Chafing. Chafing happens when the top of your legs or your thighs rub together for a long period of time. Yeah, so the top of your legs, we call your thighs, your thighs. And we're talking about the inner thighs here. When they rub together, when you walk or when you run, if you get a rash there, we call that chafing, blisters. So if you saw the lesson I did about the American prom, we talked about how you could get blisters on your feet. Well, you can also get blisters on your hands, and that is what they look like. Anytime you work with your hands, you might get blisters. And that is something we say quite a bit in English. You can get blisters from working with your hands. My brother, he owns a landscaping business. His business will cut people's lawns. They will mow the lawn for them. They will fix your flowers. He works with his hands. He does a lot of raking and shoveling. You can see he has a lot of blisters on his hands because he works with his hands. Those blisters can develop into calluses. Calluses. That is when the skin gets a little thicker. Talked about it last week. When I play the drums, sometimes I will get blisters and then they turn into calluses. Calluses are what blisters can turn into over a longer period of time. It's when the skin hardens up. The next one, cold sores. I probably don't even need to explain this one, but that's what we call it. A cold sore. It's not cold. I don't know why we call it a cold sore, but if you've ever had one, you know how it feels. You know it feels pretty bad. I forgot about this one, but luckily, hey, if you would like to become a channel member, there is a link. And if you are a silver member, you will be in our Discord server. And in the Discord server, I mentioned I am going to be doing a lesson on skin. And Harry, he's in the chat right now. He said, well, 
are you going to do canker sores? And I said, oh my gosh, I forgot about canker sores. So remember, I am not a doctor. Are canker sores and cold sores the same thing? Probably not. But the way I think about them, a cold sore is on the outside of your mouth. Canker or a canker sore is on the inside of your mouth. This was mentioned earlier. I'm just going to show the picture. But those little things are called blackheads. I'm sure if you've seen them in your language, you know these blackheads. Sometimes a picture is the best way to describe something. Blackheads. Now, those little dots are called blackheads. The small holes in the skin are called pores. Now, notice the spelling. You pour water into a glass. P-O-U-R, pour, the verb. But the pores of your skin That is spelled differently. P-O-R-E-S. Pores. The next thing. This is something that can help your skin. I think we talk about ingrown hair next. So these two might go together. But exfoliating removes dead skin cells from your body. And remember, Skin cells, those are the small parts of your skin. You can't even see them. Your body is made up of cells. It's what we call it in English. So you can have brain cells, you can have skin cells. Exfoliating is when you rub some lotion on your skin. It's gritty, like sandpaper. I hope you know what sandpaper is, but the adjective we might use is gritty. It might have like little bits of sand in it. I don't think it's sand, but it feels like it. It's gritty and it will remove dead skin cells from your body. A lot of times I will exfoliate. That's the verb we use. I will exfoliate my face in the shower before I shave because exfoliating before shaving can prevent ingrown hair. Ingrown hairs, you might hear too. An ingrown hair looks like this. If you've ever seen that, it looks like a pimple, but the hair is growing inside your skin exfoliating before shaving can prevent ingrown hairs now you see that man shaving right now no shaving cream his face is dry he might get some ingrown hairs chicken pox look at these little kids look at their poor backs Those things are called chicken pox. They are way too young to get zits already. Thankfully, many children do not get chicken pox nowadays because there is a vaccine. Do you know that term nowadays? It's one word written just like that. 
And you can say it for the time we are living in right now. Nowadays, children are so bad, right? Nowadays, gas prices are so high. It's something that old people say nowadays. Nowadays, you can't get good help anywhere nowadays. Shingles, shingles. Just like chicken pox, only adults get these shingles and chicken pox. Basically the same thing, chicken pox in children, shingles in adults. Rosacea. If you've ever seen a person with skin like that, we would call that rosacea. Rosacea. Just because that is such a hard word to spell, I have the pronunciation on the screen. Hives. Now, this is when people are allergic to something. They may break out in hives. That's what we call it. And it looks like this. So if you have a, an allergic reaction to something, you might break out into hives. So unfortunately for me, I guess, because I am 46 years old, I can't get the shingles vaccine, at least where I live. There is also a vaccine for shingles too, but you need to be over 50 years old to get it. One of my friends on Facebook, she's over 50. She just got shingles. She said she has had children. She has a daughter. She said having her daughter, birthing her daughter, having a baby is just as bad as the pain of having shingles. Well, we also say that bees live in hives. Bees will make honey inside their hives. So take a look at that. Hives can be bad, bad little spots on your skin, but it can also be a place where bees live. Bees also live in hives. Bees also live in hives. Oh, I forgot to ask, could everybody hit that like button? It really helps other people find the lesson. Yeah, if you don't mind, hit that thumbs up.